Hey, welcome to the VSM TV Sermon Podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. We hope as you hear the message, it inspires you and gives you faith to see how Money God is moving myth. in your life. Enjoy the message. There is a myth in our world that people think that if somehow, some way, they get more money, they can find some way to get more money, then life is just going to be better. Life will just be better. Um, I don't know how much, what kind of music you guys listen to, but I mean, gosh, if you listen to any kind of hip-hop or rap music, I'll tell you what, I work at the Adidas Employee Store. I, I'm sorry, but some of the songs that we play, I cannot stand. Like, there's this one song that literally goes M-O-N-E-Y, M-O-N-E-Y, money, money, money. That is the chorus. And I'm like, that is the dumbest. Number one, that's not even, like, that's not even creative. Does like a, a, a did 12-year-old write that? Or like, but no, I, I, I really do. Uh, our society, it seems to be that's the only thing that, that, that our society focuses on. Um, what do your, your teachers in, in your school um, what does your mentors, your peers, what is everyone striving to do? It's to get a better education so that you can get what? The most high paying job, you know? Everyone wants to go to the good college and get the best degree so that you can get the most money. The world tells you that the better the job, the more the money, the better the life, right? It's, it's career over everything. Because the career is what gives you money. It's all money-driven. But tonight, I'm going to talk to you guys about how that is just simply not true. That the more money you have, it does not mean the happier you are. It does not mean the better the life you have. You could win the lottery tomorrow, but it doesn't mean your life is going to be better. Everyone turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 15. That's just to the left from where we were at. Luke chapter 15, verse 11. Luke 15, 11. We're going to read a story here. A quick story about a man who had some wealth. Everyone say money. money. Luke 15, 11. It says this, Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all that he had, set out, set out for a distant country, and there he squandered his wealth in wild living. When I read that, I think of, like, I just instantly think of Las Vegas. Like, in this whole story, I think of this dude, and he just runs off with all the money that he has and goes to Las Vegas and spends everything, living a crazy life. Verse 14, after he had spent everything, there he, be- he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen in that, of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. It's a really short story, but in this story, we see a man who had wealth, a lot of wealth, and in like a snap, he hit rock bottom. His wealth was gone. 
It even says that he got to the point where he wanted to eat from the pig's trough. If you guys are a farmer or know anything about that, I mean, pig food. This dude wanted to eat pig food. Who thinks that's, like, appetizing? Who would eat that? I, I'm honestly not sure if I was dying on an island and that's what I saw, I still probably wouldn't eat it. Tonight, we're going to look at these five things. There are five, if you're writing notes, um, real quick, what do we believe here? That note takers are what? Oh my goodness, we haven't said that enough here. I believe that note takers are world changers. And so, what do we believe here? Note takers are Say that. If you're writing notes, I believe that there are five myths. Five myths that people think about having more money. There are five myths that people think about about having more money. Number one. Number one, money gives you identity and status. Number one, money gives you identity and status. Myth number two is that money gives you freedom. Money gives you freedom. Number three, money gives you rest. And myth number four, money gives you peace. Money gives you peace. And then the last one, the last myth is that money gives you happiness. So those are the five myths that we're going to look at. And I'm going to break these down real quick for you guys. We're going to break down these five money myths. But before we do, I want to say one thing. And that is that money does not give you any of these five things. The one thing that can give you all five of these things is Jesus. Someone say amen. amen. So myth number one is money gives you identity and status. Open up in your Bible to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. We're going to be turning in our Bibles quite a bit tonight, so um, yeah, just, just be okay with uh, flexing your your muscle on Bible reading. Amen? Amen. We're going to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2 is at the end. Not completely at the end, but it's in the back. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. If you don't get there, just because we got to get going with this, I'm going to start reading. Verse 9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Young person, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know your identity in Christ, if you don't know, uh, if you're like, I, I, I don't know who I am, I don't know where I fit in with society, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Read this verse and memorize this verse. It says, you are a chosen people. You, me, are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's special possession. You, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Young person, that is who you are. That right there is who you are. Money does not give you an identity. God does. Having more money does not give you identity. Uh, a lot of people will probably think 
or, or hear this message and go, why are you preaching this? Why are you speaking about this? You may even be thinking this. Why are we talking about this? Because I don't have money right now. Like, how many people, raise your hand if you don't have a job. It's the most of you. Most of you. And you may be saying, like, why, why in the world are we talking about this? Because we don't even have jobs. We don't have money. That's exactly why we're talking about this. Because young person, if you understand what money that what money is in your life, then you're going to be set for a better life. Because I, I tell you this, money's not what, it, what the world says it is. Money's not uh, the, the idol that the world says it is. Money doesn't give you what the world says it does. And money doesn't give us our identity, only God does. And right here, if you don't know what God thinks of you, if you ever question, I don't know what God thinks of me, read this. That's what he thinks of you. God says that we are a royal priesthood, that we are his children. Young person, I, I'm going to preach tonight. You guys okay with that? Because I'll be real honest. I'm on fire. I've been, this whole day, I've just been like downstairs. I was by myself and I was just, I, I couldn't contain myself. I literally had to walk and go do something because there's just something in me that I cannot stand what, mon- what the, the idea of money has made uh, the world do. I work in a world of business. Money drives everything. Who's heard the saying, money rules everything around me? Cash rules everything around me. It's like a rap verse. It's like, wow, it's so cool. But really, it's so dumb. Because the, the, the enemy uses this addiction, this desire for money to corrupt us, to, to change us off of our path, to move us out of the path that God wants us. And so we start chasing that to give us identity instead of chasing after God. A young person, I don't know everyone's story, and I don't know where you're at today, or if you're even struggling with your identity or what your status is in the school, the high school, the middle school, in the world, in your family. But you won't find your identity anywhere else other than God. And if you don't know that, then you need to seek him. Number two is money gives you freedom. Myth number two is money gives you freedom. Let's go back over to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. The exact same verse that we just read. First Timothy 6.10. We were just there. It says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. For the love of money is a root. Everyone say, a root. A root. A root. Did you guys know, because for the longest time, I knew this verse. You probably know this verse too. You probably didn't even know it's from the Bible. Um, the whole saying like, money is the root of all evil. Who's heard that? Did you know that money is not the root of all evil? But it says, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. The love of money is the root, is a root, Right? not the root, not the one and only root, it is a root, meaning that there are different roots of evil, meaning that there are different kinds of evil, and that the love of money. So, young person, 
I want you guys to understand this. Money itself, if I had 20 bucks in my hands right now, that, like, this right here, this isn't bad. Money's not bad. The love of money is what can be bad. Money itself isn't bad. Money can be good. It can. It can be used good. Like, for example, when we put on a, a, a youth group event, it takes money to do that. When we have a barbecue, when we order pizza, it takes money to do that. But the love of money, understand that, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. I even heard in a rap song literally at work, uh, this rapper's like, uh, the money of, or the, uh, money's the root of all evil. I'm like, no, that's not true. Money itself is not the root of all evil. There are different kinds of evil that aren't related to money at all. But we think that all our problems would go away if we just had more money. It's simple. If I just had more money, if I won the lottery tomorrow, if you won the lottery, what would, young person, what would you do if you had $10, 000, $10 million right now? 10 million bucks. Cash, right now. What would you do? What would you do? How would you handle it? Buy stuff? Just spend, blow it all? So you spend it all, but then what do you have afterwards? You have what you had before, right? Maybe you even have less. More money does not take away problems. Can I tell you that you will never have enough money? That, now, now listen to what I'm saying, because this may, you guys may not quite understand this yet. You will probably never have enough money. We always can need more. Right now, I could need more money. <laughs> Trust me. We all, we always want more money. You could get $10,000 right now, and then there'd still be something that makes you say, oh, I need some more. You could be blessed, and I could just give you 100 bucks right now, and you'd be like, wow, that's, that's amazing. I still need more. Or, or, or this or that. There's something that comes up. You will always want more and more. The only one who can give us true freedom is Jesus Christ. Myth number three, money gives you rest. Open up in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 13. Just to the right, literally to the right. I'm making this easy on you guys because this is all New Testament stuff. We're not moving too far. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Myth number three, money gives you rest. Verse 5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Keep your lives free from the love of of money. It doesn't say keep your lives free from money. It says keep your lives free from the love of money and be content. Content meaning okay. Content meaning I could have $10, I could have $10,000, but I'm content with it. Whatever I have, I'm content. Content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Like I said, you will never have enough money. We think that if we would just hit the lottery, then life would be better. It would be easier, not as hard, but our rest, where you find rest, where you find rest comes from God when he says that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. 
You can go through anything in life, the hard, uh, easy times, the ups, the downs. It doesn't matter because you have God and never will he leave you, never will he forsake you in the good times, in the bad times. Myth number four is money gives you peace. Money gives you peace. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. The first of the Gospels. Matthew 6, 24. Verse 24 says, No one, everyone say no one, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. No one can serve two masters. Not you, not me, not your neighbor, not your mom, not your dad, not your brother, not your sister, not your family, not your friends, not your cousins. Nobody. We cannot serve two masters. Either it's one or the other. We cannot serve two masters. Young person, can I ask you something? Who is the master of your life? I want you to think on that. Who is the master of your life? Who do you let motivate you? Who do you let make decisions for you? Who do you let influence your life? Maybe it's not money. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's not money. Maybe it's addiction. Maybe that's addiction to alcohol, drugs, weed. Video games. Come on, somebody. You can be addicted to video games. Maybe it's addiction to social media, to looking at your phone. You get that weekly iPhone uh, message that says that you've been on your phone for seven and a half hours, and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I'm awake seven and a half hours. Who's the master of your life? Maybe you think that nothing is your master. But let me ask you this. If God is not your master, then something else is. If you're writing notes, you need to write that down. If, and more so, you need to remember this. If you don't think that, oh, no, I, money's not my master. No. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm just good. I'm good. But if God is not your master, then something else is. There is no such thing as someone who does not serve a master. We all do. Think on that. You know, we got atheists. We have people who believe, oh, no, there's no God, but there's nothing. There's just nothing. We're going to die and just turn to dirt, and then, you know, it's the end, right? It's just that's, that's, that's it. The people believe that. They believe that there's no God, and they, they believe that they have no master. But I'll tell you what, they have a master, and it's not God, but it's something. Young person, did you know this? I'm going to just drop some theology on you real quick. There are, there's God. Do you, do you know why we, we spell God capital G-O-D? Number one, because it's like a name. If I were to spell your name, I would use a capital letter because that's a name. God is his name. So it's capital G. But another reason is because he's different than lowercase g. When I say, oh man, Buddha, he's a god, he is, lowercase g, but he's also demonic. Any god, lowercase g, that is not capital G, god, is 
what's called an antichrist or a, a demonic spirit. I believe that money uh, is controlled by, that the, the love of money is controlled by Satan, the enemy. Um, we have an enemy who loves to use things. Um, if you look in the Old Testament in the Bible, the Israelites, they, they would worship idols. They would worship a golden calf. They would build a calf statue of a cow and worship it. Yo, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird, right? It's weird. Am I, am I the only one that thinks that it's weird to bow down and worship a cow, let alone a statue of a cow? Am I the only one? Okay, that's weird, right? But let me tell you, we do that in our society. We do. But it's not a golden cow. It's money. It's sports. It's video games. It's our cell phones. We worship other things other than God. That's when we struggle because that's when we're letting other things become the master of our lives and not God. Money, anger, lying, lust. All of that can become the master of your life if you're not keeping an eye out for it, not making sure that you're seeking God. If you don't seek God and make sure and say, God, you are the master of my life, Lord. I surrender my life to you, Father. Everything that I do, everything that I say today, God, let it be for your will. Let it be for your kingdom because I want you to be the master of my life. If you're not saying that, then something else is going to be the master of your life even if you don't try. We find peace in no longer trusting the world, but in trusting God. The last myth of money is number five, that money gives you happiness. Open up, we're going Old Testament, into Ecclesiastes chapter five. Ecclesiastes chapter five. I'll give you guys a little extra time to get there. When you get there, say, Ayo. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10. Everyone there? I'll give you a couple more seconds. Chapter 5, verse 10. Ecclesiastes 5.10. Verse 10 says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Ouch. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. We think that money can give us happiness, but you will never find happiness if you're never satisfied, right? You will never find happiness if you're never satisfied. I mean, maybe it's me, but when I go to Dairy Queen and I get a small blizzard, I'm not satisfied. I need a large. I need more ice cream than that. I'm not happy when I get a small. Don't, don't take me to Dairy Queen and get me a small blizzard. I don't care if you gave it to me and bought it for me. I want a bigger size than that. And maybe that's just me. I, I'm, a, I'm addicted to ice cream. I got a problem. But you will never find happiness if you're never satisfied. It's a constant loop. It's like a dog running after its tail. Have you guys seen a dog do that? 
it's hilarious. And I saw like a video of some dog that like actually got its tail and then just started walking with it. Like it was like bit its tail and then just started walking. I'm like, what is that? But it was hilarious. But I'll tell you what's not hilarious is when we do that. It's like a constant loop that we're chasing happiness. We're chasing happiness. We're chasing happiness. And we're all looking for money to give us that. And we never find it because we're never satisfied. Joy comes from the Lord. Did you know that the, the joy of the Lord is our strength? That's where we find our strength is the joy of the Lord. I have joy in my life no matter how much money I make or how much money I have because I have Jesus with me. And he will never leave nor forsake me. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we have a couple things that we would love for you to do. First, we would love to have you subscribe to our channel so that you can be updated whenever the latest message comes out. And secondly, if you want to stay up to date with all that's going on in Viral Student Ministries, you can always follow us on Instagram at viral underscore student underscore ministries. And with all that being said, we hope you'll join us next week on the vsm.tv podcast.